Jay Foreman postgame show. Sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinnie Krikak, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back in to the Ticket Post Game Show, sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, State Farm by Vinny Krikak, LOA Power Sports Action Plumbing. And again, we're joined by DP, the boss man here. DP, I know you're out at the game. Elements were pretty cold, but uh, overall experiences, kind of what are your initial thoughts of the game since it's your first time hopping on the mic here tonight? Uh, one, glad the crowd showed up. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame uh, honorees were there, so that was kind of cool. But it's the first coldish day, and the stadium feels different when it's cold. Mm-hmm. Um, the vibe is different when it's cold. Um also, in comparison, it was kind of interesting. The last night I went to volleyball last night, and it was kind of cold. And Rico pointed out to me that, well, that may have been the quietest Husker crowd he's he's heard at a at a at a volleyball game in a while. And I think cold had a lot to do with it. <laughs> cold, like it, it's it's a real thing, right? You have to go through it. Um, that affected. Then to watch the players, even in warmups, it was a different vibe, different movement. Um, a little bit of tentativeness about the fan base. Like what do you mean by that? Like what are we like what are we getting here? Yeah, that's okay. I like, know what where, are we, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like what are we getting here? Mm-hmm. And then when it started to to show that it was wait, it was it was seven nothing. Okay. I mean, it didn't start the way. And and listen, Nebraska fans certainly have reason to pause. And so when you start out with a fumble on the kickoff, you start out with penalties. Mm-hmm. You start out with all that. Listen, that that psychology kicks in. It's just human nature. Uh, not real sure what what we're seeing. And you get the first score, and it's like, okay, this is better. At least there's that. It's that kind of day. You kind of expected the conversations that you kind of expected at, at low scoring. Yeah, a lot of people are coming into this tonight's game saying we expect Nebraska to win, but it's probably going to be a win ugly type yeah. of game. Yeah, and that was kind of the vibe. Uh, halftime, there was there was some full. Okay, this this seems to be an event, right? So let's 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 dive in the pool, <laughs> and then, but but a lot of people were cold, so they left. Yeah, I did see a little bit of exodus. There. They left, and it mm-hmm. look. I'm not. I'm not one. Like I'm not mad. My thing is, like I'll leave at a point where I can get back and watch. So it was. Did I expect anything, any reason? Like, I wasn't going to do post game there. And I wanted to be back here to make sure that we get things done, but I also need to see the game in full. Mm-hmm. So I left at halftime with the crowd. And there's a crowd that left. No slight, just is. Um, <laughs> watching downtown Lincoln now, there are people who are still celebrating, but it was a different vibe. Um, now, this is a happy Lincoln. 100%. This is a happy downtown Lincoln. Uh, and the fan cam, and at some point what we should probably do is stream some of, of the fan reactions, right? Because people, mm-hmm. as they walk by the window, uh, they're giving, they're throwing the bones, they're giving the thumbs up, they're applauding. I'm glad for Lincoln. I'm glad for Husker Nation that you're getting this um, because you deserve it. You've been through some stuff. 
Like he's been through some stuff, stuff. And it kind of shows, right? And that hesitancy that you were seeing with some of the fan base. Uh, but that's that's again where I'm I've been impressed by this roster. No one ever wants to start, you know, back to back games with the first play. You're fumbling the ball, you're throwing interception turnovers, but the poise and the effort to not let the game overwhelm you, to kind of play that game. And that's when in years past, I think where a lot of the frustrations come in is like we seem to lose all poise whenever that downhill snowball starts to build up some momentum. And this is kind of the year where I'll tell you what, every time that defense steps out on the field and even the special teams, give the special teams credit to Alvano, you can put a lot of faith in not just your offense, but your defense and special teams playing that complimentary football and Harburg rough start. But again, does just enough, has those big plays, momentum plays to keep those drives alive and then winning the field position too. And you got to give defense a lot of credit for just, I mean, just keep backing them up and making that field position so favorable for Nebraska all game long, but they never seem to lose their points. I know things can be ugly and it cannot always be the best product to watch, but I keep seeing a team over and over again, not just lose their confidence and not, you know, continue to make those mistakes. I'm not, I'm, I'm in coach mode more than than fan mode that I don't want to criticize on the night of a win. Mm-hmm. The general rule, 24 hours, sometimes coaches say you get 12 hours. Um, so you can celebrate tonight and then you get back to work to look at what can you can do better. Um, and you do that. And, and listen, this town doesn't need, there are enough voices in this town who will criticize. And my being one of them when appropriate. Tonight, Lincoln deserves to just celebrate. And you can get into the nooks and crannies of what you want it to look like. Mm -hmm. But nothing that we talk about is more important than 31-14. You figured out a way to beat a Big Ten opponent in a meaningful game in late October. That's, That's the headline. Like, in the GPS of, of, of football, where are we? Which tells you, okay, this is what we're doing. This is who we are. This is how we got here. This is a 5-3 and three football team coming off several seasons where five wins was end game, <laughs> end of season type numbers, and with a new coach, and a new coaching staff, and two new quarterbacks and new running backs, and new receivers, and a different offensive line, and, 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 and. The headline is where we are currently is 5-3. and three. This football team has figured out how to win five of eight football games, including being on a streak in the Big Ten. Now, you're not beating Michigan, but that's a whole different conversation for a whole other day. <laughs> Right, because now you got to look back at it. Right, yeah, you got to look back at Michigan and go, "Well, wait a minute, uh, that's kind of bizarre," because uh, some things, weird things, happened in that game. Mm-hmm. If you really like go back and look at it, and you can dream back to Minnesota, but then why do that to yourself? Be present in the moment. Here's where we are. We're at five and three, and then what's the end game? Now you want to get to a bowl game. You can start to actually talk about bowl game and being bowl game ready and worthy. Right? That means how do you get there? How do you get from five and three the bowl eligible? Beat Michigan State. That's it. Like you can go through and you don't have to focus. You know from a coaching standpoint that Matt Rule and his staff is going to get busy. Like they're going to celebrate. They'll raise a glass tonight. They'll eat something really good and healthy. And they'll go to sleep with a smile on their face knowing that, you know what? 
Mission accomplished. You went 1-0 this week. And then you get to exhale, deep breath, and then point your eyes towards East, East, Lansing, East, Lansing, East Lansing. I could say that. <laughs> Man, East Lansing, who has their own bevy of problems and who would trade their season for yours and would like nothing better than to spoil the good vibe and the and the positive stuff that's happening in Lincoln, Nebraska. So tonight, Husker Nation, raise your raise your stinking glass, man. Like uh, look, five and three, if we had this conversation in August, man, everybody's in. Yeah, you can say what if and what if what if ism is is a plague. Like yeah. Like yeah. I know that it's a part of consider this and you play devil's advocate and you do those things. But the reality is if we had asked the question in August, are you happy with being five and three? Yep. Cause you haven't been five and three. What was the last time Nebraska was five and three? That's a thing, right? You have yeah. to literally ask the question and then say, in order for them to be five and three now, there is a there is just a boatload of things positive that had to happen. Start with Matt Rule and say, Congratulations, coach. Congratulations. Mm-hmm, 100%. Like, you came into a situation that was so messy that they called you and needed you and gave you a contract for the gods because things were so bad that you needed to go and get Matt Rule, and you went and got him, and then you challenged him with not being similar to what this fan base has experienced in, in the last few years. And with and to endure all the questions and all the doubt and all of the issues. Because there's been a ton of issues on the field and off. But what was asked of him was find a way to win games that we sh- this team, this program, this university should win. Just do that. And guess what? We'll treat you like a king. Mm-hmm. Do that. Look at Tony White and what he's done defensively. That with a new type of offense and a new scheme, they ask the question, huh, what, what is this 3-3-5? Is this fluke defense? Is this, is, is this magic? Is this you know wizardry? Nope. It's rock-solid football defensively that has to be coached and developed. You have to find talent to do certain things in this thing that aren't normally typical, but it asks and demand that you do basic things well. Mm-hmm. And they certainly did things well. For everyone watching the game tonight, it was, again, I'll say it again, every time that defense steps on the field as a Husker fan, you feel good throwing the bones up because it's one of those, even when they get those chunk plays, you just know that team's not going to break. Their will is just over and over again. Man, they seem to find a way to answer the call. We got to go ahead and throw it to our break here. Uh, so that way we're going all the way up until that 9 o'clock hour. So you guys are good to join us all the way up until then. But this is the Ticket Post Game Show. We got me and DP. We'll catch you guys on the other side. It's time for the Jay Foreman Post Game Show. Here's Coy Detmer dropping straight back in the pocket. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! Look to the left, and he kind of telegraphed it all the way. When the ball was tipped, Foreman's on the right spot. Sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinnie Creekett. 
Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. Here's Valenti dropping back, fires a pass, and it's intercepted by the Huskers at the 25, Jay Foreman. And Foreman takes it down to the 19-yard line of Oklahoma. Another big play by the Blackshirts. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back in to the Ticket Post Game Show, sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, State Farm, Vinny Creek Crack. And then we got some news right there. Friends, it's Matthew Perry dead at... Okay, wow. Drown. That's breaking news. Apparent drowning. Matthew Perry. From, from friends. friends? 54 years old, apparent drowning. Is that just that just broke? It literally just came across my phone. Man, with the... The law enforcement force, uh, sources tell us the actor was found Saturday... Um, at an at an L.A. area home. Didn't say if it was here. Appears that he is drowned. First responders rushed over on a call for cardiac arrest. It's unclear exactly um, what happened. It says he was in a jacuzzi at the home. There were no drugs found at the scene. They believe there's no, there no foul play involved. Okay. It's a bummer. That's a bummer. Yeah, that just tells you. That's a bummer. Enjoy the Husker win because hey, life man. happens. Well, well, like, listen, it's just... right? Like to go through, listen, through through all the stuff that we go through, and a big a big part of, 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 of what we do in this space is we tell stories and we share both celebration and commisery. <laughs> yes. Right? It's like good way we're, to put it. We're, we're connected, uh-huh. right? So we all get together, and if if we're, if we're in a day to celebrate, we celebrate. And when there are times to say that things aren't good, we say, listen, we'd prefer that they were good, but they're not good. Um, so, yeah, the passing of Matthew Perry, uh, according to uh, TMZ. So there's 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 that. Well, rest in peace. He was yeah. a great actor. Loved yeah. it. He seemed like a really humble guy, too. Anytime yeah. he was talking to just, you know, I don't want to call him everyday jokes, but people like me. He's a great guy. Like yeah, I never, I, you never hear any bad stories about him. Um, he 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 went through an interesting phase mm-hmm. in a different life, but there, there'll be time to talk about Matthew. Perry. Yeah, we'll we'll absolutely. get to that throughout the week. Uh, currently over at the Vandy Center, uh, the Huskers number one, uh, and the country volleyball team is up 24-21 over Rutgers in the first set, uh, after sweeping Maryland last night. Um, couple of things about last night, mm-hmm. and we can get through through that. But as I told people, my gra- my daughter and my grandson were in town this week. And to tell you the response that they got and the love that they got from Lincoln, um, you now have recruited fully two new Husker fans. That they fell in love with 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 Lincoln, they fell in love with Husker Nation and how they go about their business. Um, they made friends along the way. Um, the kindness that was shown to my family, whether it was at the Big Red Brunch or around the city, uh, down at the stadium, um, and down at the arena last night, for people who stopped and just said, "Hey, you must be Nate. How are you?" <laughs> like it, it listen. It's good when people are who they say they are and you give examples. So uh, let me say thank you just to that. And I'm going to be consistent over the next couple of days just to say thank you uh, for how kind uh, Husker fans and Husker Nation and, and fans and friends of the ticket yeah. were to my family. So 
That's awesome. And then if I can be honest, DP, if we're talking about Nate, you could have dropped that young man off anywhere and he would have killed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he he'd come back to King, right? He'd he come he back hopped to King. on today for the pregame show. And, uh, man, he's just Nate. I'll tell you what, for, for a kid <laughs> being nine years old, he comes in there, grown man, professional. Right? Like, it it, it just, um, it's kind of what you want to do. You want to be proud. Mm-hmm. You want to be proud of your family. You want to be proud of your people. Uh, to watch my daughter and the job that she's done uh, with, with Nate and her life. Um, yeah, it, it, it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. He's a sharp young man. I kind of jokingly said, well, he'll be president of the United States one day. Um, at nine, I'm not, I'm not sure that I would put a boundary on him. Mm-hmm. I would not put a ceiling on the young man. So it was good stuff all around. I just want to, to, to say thank you. First set, uh, to Huskers volleyball. Let's go to the Huskers. So they went we'll at 25, 22 and they had the second set. Uh, there, I uh, there's some of the numbers that I wanted to go through, and then some of the quotes. Yeah, absolutely. Some of, some of the post game quotes, and it it's always interesting to me. So you can tell who had the game because so the media gets to choose some players mm-hmm. that they want to question, and then uh, the program can then determine. You know what? Hey, there's some other people that we want to talk to. From the offense, it was Teddy Prochaska, uh, Heinrich Har- Harburg. And then defensively, it was Ty Robinson, Tommy Hill, and Quentin Newsom. So it makes sense, right? Playmakers. And the story behind Prochaska getting one, getting back into the starting lineup, um, I was a little curious because if you had asked me a year ago who was the best Nebraska offensive lineman, mm-hmm. Would I have been wrong? Would I be wrong in saying that the majority of Husker Nation would have said Teddy Prochaska? No, definitely not. Right? I think most people would put him up there. Right? And so for him to go through the injury and then come back and then not be placed in the starting lineup again led to questions. Well, maybe maybe he's been bypassed, right? Maybe he's... So a couple of things. Here's the thing. He was asked about... Uh, the past few months and coming back from injury. He said, I understood why they didn't want to make me a starter, and I accepted that. It's kind of like my freshman year. I was trying to give them reason to get me on the field, that heavy personnel package. You know, I come in, I knew whatever they were going to give me, I was going to take that and run with it. You never know what your time is going to be, but once it was ready, I was prepared for it. A huge statement of accountability, being a team player, being, you know, being that guy, uh, that he was asked about the offensive line injuries and prepping for Purdue. He said, we lost three linemen in one game. It's kind of the whole O-line. We said all hands on deck. Whatever you were, uh, you were doing beforehand, you have to ramp it up. Nothing was going to be good enough. You have to be able to exceed the standard you set the week prior. That's something all the coaches preach. And as a group, we kind of embraced that and thought it was in this week's presentation, uh, preparation. Uh, And then in playing with a young offensive line, he said, today it was an up-and-down game, a lot of ups, but there were also some downs. One of the things the veteran guys have to push on the younger guys, like the younger receivers and running backs, is you have to stay right down the middle. Stay calm. Stay cool. Stay collected. Throughout the game, you can't go crazy. So that's something you have to put on the young guys on the whole team. So some emotional and mental maturity, and then the repeated mantras mm-hmm. that this is a th- listen. 
we're going to hold each other accountable. We're going to work the standard. I, I'm, if you had to grade today's offensive line today, what would you give them? And text line, please let us know. Where, where would you grade the offensive line today? You know, if I'm factoring in the short time window, I'm in that probably a B-plus range. Okay. I, I think, you know, the best compliment I can give the offensive line today was I didn't notice you. And that's a good thing. You guys, they weren't blowing blocks. I feel like Harburg, there's a few times he got, for the most part, he had time to make those deep throws. You know, they didn't have a whole lot of errors for the most part. Like, yes, there's things, some things that need to be cleaned up, but with such a short time run and getting comfortable, and especially in a position at the offensive line where experience 100% matters, building up that team chemistry when you got to be able to make those, you know, that center, if he's calling those audibles, you got to be able to adjust on the fly. You got to know what he's talking about. Uh, and again, I feel like Satterfield probably deserves some credit in that. Early on, it felt like pretty simple, just hat on hat. And as the game got more comfortable, kind of feeling like, okay, this is the things we can do. It was pretty simple offense up front. And then as they, the game went on, they got comfortable kind of expanding out that offense. We saw that with some of the explosive plays. And I was just really impressed by the game plan was really simple early on, but they were able to get comfortable in it quickly. And as the game went on, I, I was impressed overall. But again, the best compliment I can give them is, I didn't really notice them. <laughs> I noticed big blocks when they happen out in open space, but when Harburg was back in the pocket, it felt like he had enough time to make those throws. Rarely you're going to get a perfect game where he's never pressured, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to put him in that B, B-plus range. Uh, you know, if I go back and watch it, I have to see, but maybe even an A-minus. Aaron Keene says, uh, you know, a C at best. Okay. And again, I'm open to, to, to your opinions on it because... <sighs> what would your rank... Are you going to factor in or is your standard, you know, forget the injuries, you're starting... I'm going to grade everyone the same. Well, the, 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 the standard, the standard is your own expectation of what you prepared for. Mm -hmm. And are you able to do the things that you were coached to do that you were trying to do? Um, for me, this is why the grading is the, 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 when you get the the offensive line grades, right? <laughs> Getting some heat from the text line. I appreciate the four zero two four six four five six eight. Tell me why was, you disagree, though. Well, this, this is, is why the text line is great. Give me uh, a reason. So one texter says uh, three eight eight zero says uh, <laughs> C plus. <laughs> <laughs> he said <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so he said I uh, needed a lot of. Uh, uh, I noticed a lot of tackles coming uh, from the backside of the formation and and not at the point of attack. Uh, they need to work on cutting off the backside defensive ends. Now, some of that's scheme and some of that's read. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you leave a the, the defender farthest away from the play just for the running back or the quarterback to beat. Then it's timing. It is, that, that could be timing. Like Harburg, get to the mesh point and then make a decision. And it has to be within a time frame because – we're going to send extra blockers to the next level. Mm -hmm. You got to beat the defensive end or the outside linebacker. Like that's your job. That's your responsibility. Or to the running back. You know what? We're going to block the point of attack. You have to beat one defender. It may come from the point farthest away. But sometimes it's missed blocking, and all of that's true. Uh, <laughs> you read it, read one, maybe a couple more here, and we'll go ahead and throw uh, it to break. B plus because what were you watching? <laughs> uh, number five was in the backfield all day. And listen, that's a Big Ten defense. Mm -hmm. So they got playmakers too. <laughs> well, the reason I'll say this much. The reason I put it at a B is because I was expecting a D. 
you know, that's that's where my expectations that, were. That's fair. Because I think if you're expecting that line to dominate today, that's where I see it crazy. That's awesome to have those expectations, but when you're looking at three new guys on that offensive line, and yes, it wasn't perfect, but there's enough time to make those big plays, the ones that were drew up uh, in the running game, it started to pick up at the end there. Emma Johnson was getting more and more carries. But again, we got to go ahead and throw out the break here. We're going a little long in this first one. Mm-hmm. After this one, we'll be all caught up here. You guys are free to join the show. 402-464-5685. This is the Ticket Post Game Show. We got me, DP, should say Harrison and DP. We'll talk to you guys on the other side. Jay Foreman Post Game Show. Sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinny Krikak, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. On 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the ticket post game show. We got Harrison Arns. I'm Harrison Arns here with DP, the boss man, joining me for this post game show. Again, you guys are free to join the show through the Sarter Heyman text line 402 464 5685. We got a few here I want to get to. Uh, we have Dave and Fullerton. We're been, again, we're grading the offensive line's performance today. Line, at the very least, a B grade. Purdue has a couple of guys that will be in the NFL, I think. Uh, Big Bird also chiming in saying Purdue has some dudes on defense. And again, yeah, there is definitely some names out there. You're seeing them in the backfield over and over and over again. Uh, but DB, did you ever give a grade out for the def- or that offensive line? Or I, where I, do you I, think they stand? This Here's the thing. You, you can't fail... If you win, that's a good point. Like if you win, you can't fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you allow your skill position play the people who rely on you to do what they were supposed to do? Uh, did you accomplish the grand mission? Now, was it perfect? No. Was it? Can we say that A is really good to perfect? B is good to great. Average to good C. Mm-hmm. D is... Bad to below average. Right. And then F is that you just didn't get the job done. Mm-hmm. Unacceptable. F is basically you just didn't show up today. Right. And if I'm wrong in that, and again, text line, let me know whether 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 I at least got in the neighborhood of, 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 of what the grading is. Now, in coaching speak, you're grading by numbers, mm-hmm. right? Um and you tend to, I mean, you can go to college grading scale. We can go to the higher grading scale. We're 94. Uh, we can grade on a curve, which is the whole <laughs> other thing that you, if you want to do, you're, 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 you're happy, but not satisfied. You're, you're, you're happy, but you're not satisfied. And you can play. You can be Alabama and Georgia and be happy but not satisfied. Right, and that's the whole momentum of what Matt Rule's been saying over and over and over again. Right, that Nebraska is happy. I'm not sure you could ever be satisfied, but you can have room to improve, and that's where I would put the offensive line. As a matter of fact, I mean, that's if you said to the offense, um, like is one does one catch give you a passing grade? Because it's just again that's just a, now you're talking about how you want to break it down, right? <laughs> well, well, because I mean that like I like to think from if I'm evaluating the receivers and if you said to me, can you give the receivers a passing grade if you only catch three passes? 
if you can you give the running backs a passing grade if none of them reach 100 yards man i gotta start breaking down the running back team right if can you give if you say that a runner averaged 5.8 yards a carry oh yeah then you're feeling pretty good you're feeling pretty good <laughs> but then you have to also say that aside from the 28 yard run he averaged less than four yards a carry. Mm -hmm. You're happy. You're not satisfied. Because that means the majority of your carries, you didn't accomplish whatever the mid the midline, which I would imagine is four yards a carry or somewhere in the, that vicinity. You didn't achieve that for the majority of your carries. You didn't achieve that. Like that, you didn't. Harburg was 19 carries for 22 yards. Happy. Probably not. You won the game, but are you satisfied with the performance? Probably not. Mm -hmm. The receiving game, Josh Fleeks caught two passes for four, for 24 yards. Two catches, two targets, 24 yards. Happy, maybe. Satisfied? Jalen Lloyd. One catch, 73 yards, two targets. I'm happy. I was pretty satisfied happy, on that touchdown. Happy. Yeah, happy. Definitely happy. But there can be more. But at the same time, you, you, caught but one, you uh, gotta look at the game plan. You too. caught Six of one ball. Like you caught one ball. Yeah, but on 11 pass attempts, how many are getting thrown your way? That's two, a, that's two, targets, thing. two targets. Two targets. And the pr one before mm -hmm. that hit him in the hands, he dropped it. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Uh, Jaden Doss. Mm -hmm. Three targets. He was the most targeted player on uh, in the offense in the passing game. One catch, 16 yards. You're not dissatisfied. You're happy because the offense scored 31. You, you put 31 points on the board. You don't care how it gets up there. Now, mind you, the defense is responsible for 14 of that or 17 of that. Okay. Malachi Coleman, one target. It was a pass interference play, but no catches. Yeah, not satisfied. Happy? Are you happy that you didn't have a catch? Yeah, no, not happy, not satisfied. Right. So, I mean, it, it means when you get into the grading thing and the evaluation, then it, it, it's there. So let's read those texts because, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, the folks are out there. Absolutely. We do have another one, uh, 402-610-1961. We just need to address the O-line. We did do that. Just go back on the YouTube, scrub through. We did get, actually just give our grades. Uh, and then we also have someone commenting on the offensive line's performance again. Absolutely got it right. With the injuries and everything they've gone through, this was an impressive job. Which, again, this is kind of grading on a curve. The analogy we gave before, if you're thinking about a bunch of new guys with the injuries stepping in. And uh, another one, 6859, single blocked field goal for a touchdown was pretty awesome. And I'll say this, I lost my mind. So I got home just in time. <laughs> I see the score. I'm like, okay, sweet. I'm going to go run to the car and grab my phone because I left it in there. <laughs> I come back upstairs and all I catch was the last two seconds where they're just high-fiving into the end zone. And I'm uh, like, what just happened? Yeah, we were, Nick and I were, had come back here and we were getting all set up, right? And it was that thing and I heard him scream. And so I went full back and rewound because <laughs> i didn't want to miss like i was like okay i need the vibe right mm -hmm. so to get that vibe of what happened yeah it, it, it listen that's that's part of the deal right you, you sometimes we miss things and then you have to go back and witness it 
And I was kind of stunned by it, but I'd actually talked about it. So the pregame show, actually the preview show with Nick, I said, he said, well, I don't think this will be a scoring fest. Remember, Nebraska scored 30 points last year Mm -hmm. against Purdue. Now, how would they score 30 points this year? And I said, that's four touchdowns and a field goal. So, and we kind of went through it. And I said, yeah, big passing. I thought big pass for touchdown. Uh, One long run for touchdown. It'd be really cool if we threw in a special teams touchdown (laughs) (laughs) and then a field goal to, right, right, whatever the fourth touchdown was. I said, right. I went through, I I said, I I don't know if I said Borkature or Fedoni, but I said somebody scoring a touchdown at the tight end position. One of the young receivers breaking loose. I thought it was going to be Doss. It was Lloyd, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's what, 31 points. I'm like, that's kind of where it was. I'm not sure that they're happy with the 31 points. They're happy with the win, but did you get it the way you want, and did you leave points on the board? Yeah, and there's 100%. If you're offensive player, I hope you're thinking you left points on the board, but you're we're, we keep going back to it. You're happy, but you're not satisfied. Uh, and David Fullerton, you know, even speaking on the defense, I was happy Purdue dropped some balls. That right. is the thing. There were right. some first downs where they could have moved the chains, and given the defense still played a great game, uh, but you're still not satisfied, right? Because you look at if you know we're playing a Sanders again, those are he's surgical when he's got time. You know when when Card Hudson Card had time, and he wasn't rushing out of the pocket, he could he well I should say Fleeks was taking advantage of a few that were fluttering in the wind there that parachuted, but nonetheless he was making some pretty good throws uh, and then a few drop balls. So again. Purdue, we got thankful that they dropped a few balls, but again, you could you break that down just about every game. I but still, lo- I love the fact that Devin Mockaby got seven rushes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, offensive <laughs> coordinator <laughs> yeah. Purdue. Their game was a little he weird on the offensive. Th- he, he he had thirty carries for one hundred and seventy yeah. last year, and you gave him on a cold day in Lincoln. You gave him seven carries. Well, that's what was amazing. Purdue, they were they were opting to throw into the wind a lot. I <laughs> and, listen, you were and they were six. Let me tell you, these numbers are terrible numbers. And and that's including the run at the end of the game where they they were 16 of 32 for 100 <laughs> yards. For 100 yards. Listen, <laughs> if I drop back 32 times and I only – you talk about the F, the only thing that keeps him from not having an F is the one touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. Like that's – okay, you get a D – a D, maybe a D minus. <laughs> the D minus there, too. right? Like because you look across the table, Heinrich Hardberg only eleven attempts, six for 11, 122 yards, two touchdowns, and on eleven attempts. And I'm not he he's not he can't be happy. No, right? Six of eleven. And like I'd imagine Heinrich Hardberg's thinking like, man, I could have played a lot better today too. Given you're still happy about the win, great job. I don't want to get off that Husker win. I mean, we're five and three tw- today. Nineteen carries for twenty two yeah. yards. Like listen, through all of it. Yeah. Right, through we gotta go break, but wrap this right. one up. Like, it's a great point to wrap right. up. Right. Like it's, there's so much going on in this thing, but we are celebrating a 31-14 win. Absolutely, we'll throw it to break here. Ticket post game show. Harrison Arns, DP. We'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Jake Foreman post game show, sponsored by T- Jake Foreman post game show, sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinny Creekak, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
All right, welcome back into the Ticket Post Game Show. I'm Harrison Arns running the board. We got the boss, DP, joining me in studio. We got a couple more segments here. This one will be a little short, and we'll get back on track on the next one to finish things off. Uh, we kind of went through talking about the coaching. I was a little surprised by Purdue's coaching, and uh, on the same effort, there's some maybe questionable plays on the Nebraska side as well. But nonetheless, we celebrate a Nebraska win. 31 to 14. If you guys want to join the show, 402-464-5685. That is the Sarder Heyman text line or catch us on any of the streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo Channel 951. And again, that's always a great way to put a face to the voice. DP, if there was any player that really stuck out to you today, uh, that was just really impressive, whether because they had to come into the game, uh, not a lot of reps, or they came out and just dominated like we expect them to. Well, I mean, I, I, I think... To talk to young Lloyd and watch him go 73, mm-hmm. look, that's perfect. That's perfect. Um, Isaac Gifford led the way with 10 tackles, 10 total tackles. Two tackles for loss, one one breakup. Sitting at the top of the defense, right? Uh, John Bullock with seven tackles, five solos. Uh, Phelan Sanford with six tackles, three solos. Uh, got joint credit for, for a tackle for loss. What they what they did defensively, I mean, was impressive. The block kick and return, the stadium didn't even know how to respond to it. Like, I think they're all thinking about when it happened to us against Oklahoma, and they're just man, we're yeah, on the other side of this. Yeah, time. like <laughs> let's throw like let's throw beer in the air. Mm-hmm. Like let's throw beer in the air. It's official. Um, Emmett breaking late, right to 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 do his thing. And then, yeah, for 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 Pahaska to 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 be a part, a factor in this thing again, those are the ones for me that jumped out. And you go, wow, you had a good day. And then, of course, Trish Navarro banging from fifty-five. That was just awesome in, to in, see in, in, in tough weather. Uh, yeah, the, 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 those are the ones for me. I'm pretty sure you know everybody has their own, but as far as I was concerned, those are the ones that popped. Yeah, and and again, I think the one that I was just man that really just put me over the top on what was just a series of awesome plays was that Alvano kick was huge for me. Uh, just seeing him knock that one in a rough, the winds were swirling in that stadium. So to kind of time that right and get it right. Uh, right down the middle too. It was right down the middle. And it was like, man, you, he looked like he was back in the day playing state football championship back at Memorial stadium. Just the confidence drills it down the middle and Matt rule the huge smile on his face after it's like he's got his swagger back. It felt like we're Alvano. There's no question he's got his swagger back. Yeah, I mean that was. I mean, one getting the opportunity, mm-hmm. and for for them to make the choice. You know, I mean, Purdue had a couple opportunities where they could have gone for for long field goals. I understand why they did. Well, well, he's two. <laughs> he's two of six. But I yeah. mean, here's the thing, right? That being ahead, being a front runner, allows you to make some do some things to better your program, to better your team, and so that's what he did. He took an opportunity mm-hmm. to 55 yarder. Right, and we saw that he was hitting pretty good in pregame, um, but 55 yards on a cold day with the wind kind of all over the place in a push, you don't really like that's not expected. Um, but to see again Matt Rule's smile that he had an opportunity to give Alvaro this opportunity, mm-hmm. and for him to nail it allowed for the crowd to see that version of him again. Right. Because you change the way you think about people the last time you see them. And now you can actually, going forward, you can actually scheme for, listen, our young man not only has the leg, but he's good in games in tough situations. And so in a tough situation, 
he did his thing. Like he did his, he really did his thing. <laughs> yeah. You got to love the fans on 1040 O street. These guys are the best. Yeah. I, I absolutely love Lincoln. We, we gave we had it. to give the go big red and just, <laughs> uh, like, at the screen. It, it's, it's, I, I was, you're right. You're happy for the Lincoln kid to get the opportunity to feel good about himself in a meaningful game. And I, I can't overstate it enough that the things, the positive things that were done today were done in a game, a big 10 game that mattered in late October. Like, wow. The, m- remember that? Remember meaningful games <laughs> <laughs> with a winning record in late October. It's been a while for me, DP. Right, like- First time I've been in Lincoln <laughs> at this point in the season where I have some confidence when I walk out in my Husker gear. I look at the volleyball team who – I don't we got to get an update just, on that before we go to break They're, they're up two sets to none, up two none sets. and they're up uh, eight two in the third set. So what that put us at 21-0 and zero if we won this one? Yeah. So we'd be – twenty. and again, volleyball team 21-0. and zero. Uh, By the way, Husker soccer just been on an absolute tear. They're Tomorrow's sitting, a big day at yep. So Tomorrow's again, a big day at it just feels like I, yep. I think it's one o'clock. We'll double one check o'clock that. Ohio state, mm-hmm. but it's just, man, I wake up. It's been a long time. I, I walk up, wake up tomorrow and I will be wearing my Husker gear and just full pride. And you it's been a we, long, long time. I was going to save this for the last segment, but I just got goosebumps because tomorrow is basketball season. Yep. And we got Doan. You got you coming got two, to BBA. So you, the vault. so you got two, you got two games tomorrow. So the girls play at two, mm-hmm. the women play at, two, at noon. And the, and the men play at five. So I was. this is where I was. I was literally, I was going to save this for the final segment, but we can get into <laughs> it now. Because I wanted to, like, I kind of, like, I really want to see the women's basketball team. Uh, the new point guard is all the rave. But you've got, I mean, Jess Shelley, you've got all conference players in Shelley and Markowski, and then you're returning just production. But you're playing in a Big Ten conference quarterfinal at home in soccer. and At home is huge, too. Right, and we've watched. Big Ten champs at home. Big Ten champs at home. And we've watched, like, God bless. <laughs> God Sarah bless. Sarah Weber and, <laughs> and, and, and Sammy Houck for kind of dragging and kicking us into loving Husker soccer at, at the proper level. Mm-hmm. And we can't. We still don't love it enough. We need to be louder about it. Sarah Weber, first team all Big Ten. Uh, Sammy Howe didn't get the honors, but come on, your goalkeeper. You're, you're, look, you're the you're the goal te- you're the goalkeeper for the Big Ten for the champs. Big Ten champs. Okay, so you did your thing. So part of me was like, okay, I'll go to PBA at eleven. And I'm like, maybe I have to call Haas and tell him, hey, bro, sorry, <laughs> right? Because I'll go to PBA, be there at twelve, watch the first half, head over to Hibner, <laughs> catch the soccer game. And then come back to PBA for the Huskers and Doan because we got we got guys on both sides. Right? Yeah, I know it's interesting. I got right? a Doan <laughs> Doan jersey offered for me tomorrow. Right. Uh, luckily, I'm like, hey, I got to work, so <laughs> I don't got to make. <laughs> not, a at yeah. not at five o'clock. Not at five o'clock, Harrison. Well, we'll see. Husker extra hour. We got we got some boys out. So well, we'll, we'll get, we, have we? Yeah, because we got to make sure Ben's okay. We'll tomorrow. get it taken care of. We'll figure it out nonetheless. But we do got to go to break okay. here. Uh, <laughs> but as simple as it is, one nine six one. This was huge, and it's about to be a huge day tomorrow. We got one more segment for the ticket post game show. I'm Harrison. 
Wilson. That's DP. We'll talk to you guys on the other side. Jay Foreman postgame show. Sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinny Krikak, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back in. The final segment of the Ticket Post Game Show, and it's been a fun one. Nebraska wins this one 31-14 over the Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, you know, we, like we talked about, it's an ugly win, but it's a win nonetheless. I don't even know if you can call it an ugly win based off the injuries. I think you're just happy to get away the field goal, bring that one back for a touchdown. Tommy Hill having some monster plays in there, and we got a little bit of time left. If you guys want to join the show, 402-464-5685. You can always join the conversation for any last minute comments, but DP, you know, we got a couple minutes left here. Where do you want to go with it? We can keep talking about tomorrow and what that means, or we can dive into a little more, a few details of this game. And we do have Washington with two point <laughs> lead over Stanford as I look above as well. Yeah. Look, look, today was, today was fantastic. One Penn state almost crapped the bed against, against Indiana. That, yeah. like that was just like we were in the, in the present and then Northwestern beating Maryland. Like I, I don't even understand. Like every week, I, 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 I learn. I, I'm, I, I remember more each week how little we know about college and professional sports because most of it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Um, for Maryland to be who who they now are versus who we thought they were. To watch Penn State, the number three team in the Big Ten Conference, play Indiana as though. I mean, literally, it's a play. It's a play. Like, they're tied with two minutes left. Mm-hmm. At home. The Hoosiers came to play or Penn State didn't. At it's one home. or the other. At home. Mm-hmm. At, at, like It was like, oh, man, at Beaver Stadium, it's it, it's, a tie, it's a tie score. Yeah. And the moment, the moment Indiana played for the tie, I literally said to some of the media guys, oh, they just lost. Like this, well, because because then it changes the play calling and it changes yeah. how you defend. Like oh, like they got the ball on an interception, twenty yard, twenty three yard line, and they played as conservative as they could possibly play mm-hmm. just to get the field goal to tie it. And I went, no, play for the win, bro, play for the win. Like I, uh, um, and then to watch Oklahoma just lay an absolute egg against Kansas, so. We know less today about, like, we okay, and watch Oregon. Oregon look like the number two team in the country today, except they've already lost to Washington, who is on the ropes currently. So we know very little. And then just Stanford's frisky. Something like, uh, about Stanford. Right, right. especially at home mm-hmm. on a Saturday night. Yeah, we saw like, it versus Colorado. They right. said, we're not done uh, yet. At here home we come. On a Saturday night. Like, a lot feels a lot like what's going on right here with number five Washington beating up on uh, them. And then Stanford, you know, here they come. And then we like to write off Notre Dame, except <laughs> they welcome in Pitt and beat them. Like there's a debt involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was like, oh, it's personal. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Take this beating. Listen, through all of that, Nebraska now sits at five and three. And again, celebrate tonight, Lincoln. Celebrate. The Huskers are five and three. Your Huskers are five and three. With the opportunity in six days to win, to go one and oh and become bowl eligible. It's been a while for me, DP. Just got down in 2018, and I thought it happened like that. 
And that's why you got to appreciate those seasons. You know, we were five and three. And as this text line says, it we will finish it off here. I promise you when we were zero and two, nobody would be complaining about a five and three start right now. You no well said from to me. zero four eight six. We'll go ahead and get out of here. Enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy a Huskers win and enjoy a jammed packed Husker event tomorrow. You got basketball, volleyball, uh, and again, just a great day for Husker events all around. Soccer too. Can't forget about that. But that's going to be it for us. That's DP, the boss. I'm Harrison running the ones and twos. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning.